Hi everyone and welcome back to our Scandalo podcast. I'm here with Erica, Myra, and Ixia and myself, Diana. And welcome back to another episode of our Scandalo. Hope you guys are enjoying our, our episodes this year. We're very excited with all our changes that we've made through our Instagram. We just we do have a YouTube set up as well. So go check out our videos, check out how our faces look like finally. Um, but yeah, you know, just a very good little moment for us to be real and talking. We were just talking about what our what we're gonna talk about, and I feel like it's very important to talk about bullying. Um, something that we probably all experience, whether in school, in the community, or in the community, or even a workplace. That's something that that really does affect us to this day too. But besides that, we're just gonna do a little check in. So, how's everyone's doing? How was everyone's Valentine's Day too? Ixia, how was yours? I feel like Albert always does something big. <laughs> well, I'm gonna disappoint you guys. <laughs> so. Um, you know how we were talking about work, you know, consuming us. And so I think for the last two weeks, work has been very consuming for Albert. So when I got home, I didn't get my flowers. <laughs> I was really sad. I got you my didn't get your Buchona flowers? flowers? <laughs> no, my long stem roses. No, I was like really sad. But then I have to remember that he's always attentive to me. And even though I was being a bitch for <laughs> the last, until I got my flowers. I got my flowers like um, yesterday on Friday, so <laughs> so I was um, like, oh, like I was a little upset, but um, we kind of had like a like a movie planned out, um, like for us to go see a movie and dinner. So you know, we just had dinner in this place called Finney's. It's like um, a craft house. Uh-huh. It was it was alright. Was a, we've been wanting to try it, so we went there, and you know, it was the movie was at ten. And then we looked at each other after dinner because we finished dinner like around nine. And then we're like, do you want to wait an hour or do you want to go home and sleep? (laughs) (laughs) And then he was like, why don't we just go to Target and get an espresso machine? I was like, even better. So so we did. We canceled the movie. (laughs) So we already we were in bed by 1030. I'm like, tell me your old. Tell me. um, What what is that saying? Tell me your old. Without telling me your old. Yeah, without telling me you're old. Without telling you're old. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what it was. That's that's what that's what we did. Um, and he gave, but he did give me a nice card, and I think that the words in that card was very, I don't know, it was very sweet. Something that I always want him to tell me, but he actually wrote it down in writing. So that was really sweet. So I can't. I you know they always be, say uh, you can't compare. I'm comparing. I'm gonna call fucking Grant right now. <laughs> She, she got a car. She got this. She got an espresso oh, machine. Damn. She got an espresso machine. What did I get? What well, did I get? Know, I celebrated Albert's birthday. Was his birthday's on the 11th, and then Valentine's Day is three days after. So sometimes. It's hey, hard. that birthday party was fun. It was super fun. Thank I loved you. it. I feel like I was like all over the place hosting. I didn't even get drunk. I was so mad and sad that I didn't get drunk, but it was fun. <laughs> Yeah, so I had to. Rec- I had a week to recover. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was my Valentine's Day. How about yours, Myra? <laughs> Mine was mellow. Drew had to work, so it's, we couldn't really do much. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all remember yeah. when Myra got that uh, wooden flower, and she was all mad. <laughs> I thought it was the most romantic thing ever. She was all mad. It was like when I thought that was the not. I think it was when you guys were like dating. Better not be getting me no wooden roses. We <laughs> <laughs> used to have it. That's a temp- No, I, I think it's my grandma's house. To be That's <laughs> if I didn't. <laughs> yeah, no. Mine Valentine's was. I even told him to. I was like, so are you going to surprise me at work? You know, so I could be all surprised when you're there. He's like, no, I'm busy. <laughs> I'm like, oh. So he just, he, he's like, I'm like, you're busy? You can't even drop it off for like two seconds? He's like, no, I got to do school. I'm like, the audacity of that man. But no, um, he just gave me flowers when I got home. It was cute. Oh, and then we went so out cute. to Buffalo. 
and then and out to Buffalo, you know, that buy one, get one 50% off traditional. <laughs> yeah, I know that. <laughs> I'm dying. In these, di- in these dying times, <laughs> you got to be resourceful. Oh my gosh, that's too funny. Know. You know, Albert always tells me that, you know, you don't, I don't need one. I don't know he does, he says this because he didn't have nothing planned, but he was all like, I don't have to show you I love you just on one day. And I was like, aww. I'm like, but you still have to show me that day. Because I yeah. love Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, I was like, where's the chocolate? Where's where's my balloon? I was like, what is this? What is like, the big y'all gotta be right? like Cyrus and buy your own flowers and buy your own chocolate. Bitch, you know how expensive they are? I saw <laughs> <laughs> those Buchon flowers like two hundred dollars. You know what? <laughs> have you seen those TikToks? The same shit. It's like I'm what? still paying for too. Like once you sell, once you share bank accounts, uh-huh. you have the same account. So. <laughs> really Technically, you did okay. buy some flowers. You are buying your own flowers, then. <laughs> Don't be wasting my money on something dumb, go do that. <laughs> oh man, no, because like where I live, like around the block, there's like an empty field, so um, they they have like a bunch of vendors, and during like the week of Valentine's Day or leading up to the week of. There's a bunch of flower vendor vendors, like right as soon as you exit my the community where I live, and you'll see the fields and the bunch of them selling stuff, um, making the buchon flower, like the big ass bouquets of flowers. And I'm like, and I just look at him like, wow, look at that. And I look at mine. I love my little sunflowers, but I'm like, damn, budget was tight this year, wasn't it? You know what my grandpa used to say? Nana complain about like him not getting her flowers for Valentine's Day. And he's like, no, es que se me escondieron on my way home. Yeah. <laughs> Every year. Oh, my God. Every year. They are. Yeah. If you're like, you know what? I'm like, so I'm like, like I tell didn't ask me how my Valentine's Day was. Just I like, have to have some. We were. Erica, the fuck? So rude. How was your Valentine's Day? My Valentine's Day was great, by the way. I went to the gym. I worked. I actually um, had to go to my my uh, first ever listing. I actually, we actually just went live like this last week. I had to go take pictures and oh. stuff. Um, so I did that, and then I went later on with my friend to get some sushi. And they gave us. It was so cute. Like they were giving every table like some like a pair of roses. So I, I got a rose. Aww. Aww. I was See? like, oh, you guys are my Valentine's. Yeah, That's you cute. got sushi and you're not married. Yeah, you Moral got sushi. Married because you don't get sushi on Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just yeah, kidding. you got sushi, dude. Yeah, well, yeah. I paid for it myself, though, so I mean, you know. What Myra said, same bank account. <laughs> yeah, if I would have gone to sushi, it would have been our, our money. So I still would have been. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he did. Yeah. He did give me a cowboy, a, like a little cowgirl hat, cowboy hat. Oh, uh, yeah, a western hat. Because I told him I was like, I want to be western. I'm going to my country era, guys. I've been. You know what? I'm not liking how Bakersfield is transforming you. I'm not liking this country girl. I've been listening to country music, like on when I'm driving and stuff. I'm like, oh my gosh, look at this! But some of the songs, and huh? Country music is not that bad. Yeah, it's not that bad. Like, I've been listening to it. I'm like, oh, my God, it really hits. But when they start talking about their trucks, beer, God's country, I'm like, oh, wait, let me skip that song. Yeah. No, <laughs> green yeah. Tractor. Have you heard that song? What? Take one. Or, have you heard the Green Tractor song? No. <laughs> Take you for a ride on my big green tractor. <laughs> so slow. I made to go faster. <laughs> <laughs> this is not from TikTok. No, I heard it on TikTok somewhere. No, I heard it at. Where did I it's hear it? It's an actual song. What, it's an actual it? song. So a lot of people in the military listen to country. So when you go to people's parties, they want to put country, and I'm like, what the fuck? And so one of these songs came on once, and I was like, this is not the vibe. But <laughs> we'll go off at Shorty Bases. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Have you guys watched that show Yellowstone? No, it's really good. I just started. I literally just started watching it. So I had like tried watching it like a few months ago, but then I just like 
for me, like in order to watch a new show, I literally have to be fully invested. Like I need to like not be doing anything because then like if I miss one thing and I'm like, wait, what happened? So then so whatever. So I started watching it Friday night and um not gonna lie, like even though country shit is not my thing, I was like, you know, I wouldn't mind living in Montana and like getting me a little like fine ass kind of cowboy because some of these men on in this show are like <laughs> You're like these urban fellas are cutting it. <laughs> but then at the same time, I'm just like all literally like I'm in season I'm like on episode whatever and I literally on every single episode like someone has been killed. Like shot. You know who's, you know who's watching it? And is getting into the country vibe? Who? Who? Rodrigo. He's watching like, that, you know? He he's in his country era too. To buy yeah, it's kind of annoying. And then he drives around, but it's not that cute, but Next thing you know, he'll be having the American flag post posted on his truck. Hell no, dude. I've seen There's that here. What? No, thank you. He already has that patriotic sticker. I'm like, hell no. We can't get more. We can't get more patriotic than that. <laughs> no. I have like, cowboy boots can't... too, and I haven't been when able I to wear them. Hmm. Sorry. I want to go visit Myrna. Just that sticker itself, the PTR, the Marine sticker. It just <laughs> Rodrigo's like, I gotta talk to this guy. Oh yeah, it's funny. <laughs> it helped. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm not gonna it help with connections, but oh, you were saying that I'm sorry to cut you off. Never. Yeah. Oh, you mean the guy at the winery? Yeah, when the girl told oh, me yeah. from the city. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe long bit. <laughs> well, he was like, oh my god, you're a Marine, I'm a Marine, and they hung it out and shit. Yeah, where were you stationed at? And then they got into a whole conversation, and that guy ended up being in Japan too while we were there, but he was at a different base, and it was like, oh, wow. oh you're this, you're, what do you do in the Marine Corps? And it was like a what? It was like a full 20-minute conversation. Yeah, I was like, Jesus, oh, I'm trying to drink yeah. here. <laughs> I thought we were drinking. <laughs> we were. Um, but no, but the ladies were making fun of me, because I was I was wearing my Uggs after a rainy day. Oh, like, after yeah, a rainy day? Here. Yeah. Because so so this winery is like mud, right? Oh. And Ixian with her with her Uggs, and she didn't want to get her Uggs dirty, and everybody was looking at her because there weren't a lot of people there. And then they started talking to us, and they're like, "Oh, we're from LA," and she's like, "Yeah, we could tell when you walked." Bullies, bullies, and that's our topic too. Bullies, they were bullying you, Ixia. I go fuck. They said, you're, you're no, I look. I was looking cute. Yeah, I was looking cute. <laughs> they were looking raggedy as. Well. Like, you yeah, have to wear green boots like us, and you see Myra wearing like whatever shoes. I'm like whatever, bitch. <laughs> oh yeah, I had my New Balances on. <laughs> Bully, see what I mean? Bullies in the community. Mm-hmm. That's Myra it. Myra, can I just point out? Christmas is over. I know, but it's the biggest mug that I have right now. Oh, that's so funny. I did not even notice that. Obi's face. And I figured last time you guys saw Obi's face. So today I'll give you a different mug. <laughs> okay. So I think we're going to go move on because, you know, that's a perfect example, Ixia, right? Bullies in the community. I feel we all have experienced some type of bullying, some type of way, or we were probably a bully we, without even noticing there were bullies, too. <laughs> I mean, I could go on about bullies and how like it has affected me, and you know what? It's affected me in a good way because now I see the bullies. Now I see the bullies and what they are doing now, because uh, they obviously want to check up on me. I'm like, you know what? I'll give you that free advertisement of my life. Sure, why not? Mm-hmm. So then I see what they're doing, and I'm like, okay. And you're the one that was bullying me. You got to fucking. Fat as fuck, ugly as shit. Now that glow up was a glow up back then, but now you glow down, and I'm still <laughs> not peeking right now. 
No, but I was like, I was like telling them too earlier about like this time where I was, I got bullied and I went to, you know, a private school my entire life too. And I was always a big girl and that's the only thing they could always be bullying me about, about my weight. I'm like, okay, thanks. State the obvious. I already know like I'm a big girl, but <laughs> look at, but just so you know, everyone loves a big girl, but they just don't want to admit it. And that's a fact. That is a fact. Everyone wants a thick girl, but they just don't want to admit it. But then I was telling them too that what I said facts. <laughs> yeah, they don't want to admit it. I was like, whatever, fuck you guys. And then I was telling them too that there was this one girl where I was like um, friends with or best friends with at the time, and we had a falling out. And she came to the lunch table where everyone's at and started ripping our pictures that we had together. And like threw them all in my face, thinking that you know it was gonna do something to me. And then I was like, oh, and then I looked at her. Yeah, I got like kind of like teary eyed, you know, kind of like in shock, like what the what happened. And all of a sudden, she give her her reaction. I'm like, oh look at that, it's a puzzle. Let me put it back together. And I just threw it away. I was gonna give her the time of day for that. But yeah, there's been bullies well, around that too. Was intense. Mm-hmm. But that was one. And then just more like picking fun of. Just my weight, like you know, the whole time, uh, growing up was like my weight. Don't you hate that? That's horrible. Like, dude, uh, want to want you want to know what my nickname was? Now this is gonna make me cry. No, don't tell me because you're gonna make me cry. <laughs> Shamu. No, Stop. they called you that. Shamu, I was like, and that was like a freaking like, see, because that word, that's my trigger word, guys. That, <laughs> oh, that is horrible. Yeah, dude, like middle, and then that's the only thing they could like done. And I'm like, okay, yeah. Who is this? Girl? Let me find her on social media. I know we're about to go bully her. <laughs> does she look like, like, like does she look like a orangutan? Huh? Orangutan. <laughs> But that was my that was what they would call me like Shamu. I mean, I'll laugh it off because I'll be like, you know what? Like I'll I'll yeah, I'll freaking like kind of hurt, but I'm not gonna be there. Um, I would just laugh it off. Like I, that was my coping mechanism. Okay, let me just joke with you to see. Uh, Man, yeah, you were strong, Diana, because I've always been a fucking big crybaby. Like when I was bull- I was bullied a lot in school, and I would always cry. Like I would always be just sad. Like what the fuck? Like why are you picking on me? Like I don't even know you. Like literally, I don't even know who the <laughs> fuck you are. And I would just get so emotional. Um, but I think the biggest thing. So like, so I ended up like when I was in elementary school, I I moved schools a lot because. You know, um, like we were taken from my mom for a little bit when everything happened with with me. So when I was at my one school, I was we were living in Culver City at the time, I think, and then we moved to uh, we were living with the family in Inglewood, but we were like living on the other side of Inglewood. So I was going to Centinella Elementary, I think, and I remember literally it was like my first day at school, and. We were, like, standing in line for something. I don't know why the fuck we were, like, standing in line. But, like, I so vividly remember. Like, I, I was, like, what, first, second grade? And some girl comes up to me and, like, starts accusing me of stealing something from her. And I'm, like, bro, I don't even know you. Like, I literally, this is my fucking first day at this school. What the fuck am I going to steal from me? She's talking about some fucking mirror or some shit and like it was just it was horrible like I feel like I got bullied there a lot and I think a lot of the times too was just because I was just new the new kid at school and I didn't have any friends so like when then after like we moved back with my mom I started going to my other school Highland Elementary and so I was like a little sad little loner kid I didn't have any friends and I was literally crying one time and I remember my teacher came up to me like, how sad is that? Like, my teacher comes up to me and they were like, why are you crying? I'm like, because I don't have any Aww. friends. Aww. And so they make me go make friends with these little, like, girls. And it's funny because, like, those same girls, like, pretty much we all ended up, like, transitioning. So, like, you know, we stayed there. And then we all went to the same middle school and then high school. But, like, I never really ended up sitting, like, 
I knew who they were because obviously they were, I guess, like my first friends or whatever, but we never became like that close. <laughs> so I was just like, um, yeah, but I think that was always the, the big thing, like me having to move so much until I finally like got stable and like in Inglewood. And then, um, but I, it's always been hard for me to make friends. I think that was the big thing because I've always been very like awkward. So yeah, bullies are fucking assholes. Like when I see little kids being bullies, like I want to fucking punch them in the face. It's like, why are you, why are you being an asshole? <laughs> I would literally punch these kids because it's like, well, at the end of the day, it's like they're learning that from home, so that means that their parents are bullies, you know. So it's like it just makes me so mad. Like, why you're a fucking child? Like, stop. Oh, it just makes me so angry. Well, and I think that like that's kind of what's coming up for me is like hearing that these kids are bullying other kids to the point where it's like obviously you guys are like Diana, you're still having you're still crying because of it, right? And yeah, and I'm telling you that word's a freaking trigger. And I mean, and it's like this is what happens when you have an abuse like when you grow up in an abusive household or a household where maybe like emotions can't be um expressed right mm-hmm. where you just have anger it's only anger or happiness because those are like the most acceptable mm-hmm. emotions in a lot of cultures so that's what comes up for me because I think about that like I'm thinking about my own bullying experience and I'm like that girl that I that used to bully me she was adopted and she was I think she had like white parents or something like that and she was Mexican and I'm like that's probably some identity oh. shit going on right there and she was just taking it out on me or something mm-hmm. I don't know but no but i cried dude she used to call me so her and this other girl named paulina i will never forget them lily beth and paulina i don't know i think one of them still lives in san diego i don't know what happened to the other one um i don't know what happened with me and lily beth that we just stopped being friends all of a sudden she started calling me a bitch and started making fun of me. And then I was like, what the fuck? Like out of nowhere, right? I was walking to my locker one day and she was with this girl and she was like, oh, you're such a bitch. I'm like, what? And then, and then I started to, and I was like, what the hell? So then I was hanging out with my other friends and then she would like walk around and she would make fun of me around the school. And I'm like, what the hell? And so we used to have the same homeroom because our last names are kind of similar. She, her, both of our last names are with an R. So our lockers would be next to each other. And so she would slip things into my locker and she would be like, oh, you're a bitch or, oh, you're so X, Y, and Z. I don't even remember what she would say. Um, and then it got to the point where like, I didn't want to go to school because like I would cry every, we had the same math class. So every morning I would go to math class and she was in there and I was like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. And then, and then I don't remember what happened. I don't remember if she finally stopped. I don't, I really don't remember like exactly what happened to end for that to end. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. And then all of a sudden she just like, I think she ended up moving too. I think she went to a different school. Wow. But yeah. But yeah. You always remember I, your bullies. I, I know. And I run, I really wonder what happened to her. I don't know what happened to Lily Beth. I think she went like all emo and shit after that. Probably. <laughs> Man, that kind of triggered me a little bit <laughs> with Haley right now. But but my bully was I mean, from what I remember I used to move schools a lot. So I went to well the mo- the most stable school I've gone to was at my elementary. So um I like to kid around and say that my cousin was my bully because he used to tell everybody my secrets. So now, now that he has a kid, uh, I tell him, I'm going to pull your kid's hair for all the stuff that you did to me. But he's like, stop it. I'm "I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You know, I forgave him because he's family. But um, the one that kind of sticks to me the most was, it was in high school. So I went to two different middle schools uh, because we moved a lot. So I remember I went to Oliver Stone Middle School in Silmar, which is now one of the worst middle schools out there. Um, I went there for sixth grade and then in the middle, you know, when kids like change, like their like puberty hits really hard. So I went to seventh grade to Mulholland Middle School out in, um, I think it's close to Encino, like by Birmingham High School. So it was like around there. And then I moved back to um, 
Ala Vista. So all the friends that I had from elementary to, to middle school, they're all different now. So I had to fit in again. So then I went to high school with some of these group of people. And I remember this girl, and I remember her name, Cynthia, fucking bitch. Mm-hmm. So uh, so what it was, I was I was really close with this girl named Olympia. We were really close. So at that time, everybody started talking about the quinceañeras, right? And everybody was coming out in the quinceañeras. And then I realized that nobody was inviting me to no quinceañeras. So I was just like, what the hell? Like, this is weird, isn't it? We're in ninth grade. So whatever, I kind of didn't give a fuck, to be quite honest, because we didn't have the money for me to even be out in a quinceanera, so mm-hmm. it was fine. But this girl, uh, Cynthia, she was planning her quinceanera, and so was Olympia. And But every time like I would talk, or like it was like a group of friends, so we would be like during lunch, it would be a circle. And every time I would talk, like she would kind of like stand next to me, and then she would like try to talk herself, and then like she would walk right in front of me. So like I would step back because she would be in front of me. So she was like literally, literally pushing me out of the group. So she kept doing that, or she would be like, or she made comments like, "Oh, why are you here? Oh, why are you talking?" Right. So I was like, "All right, bitch, you ain't all that." Right. Then I started like whatever. Right. So I kind of got fed up, and I was like, I, "I don't feel, I don't feel welcome in this group." So luckily, my sister Dina was still in high school. She wasn't senior at that time. And no, she was a junior. She was a junior at that time. So I went to her and I'm like, hey, this is going on. She's like, well, they used to call me little Dina because I guess I looked like my sister <laughs> back then. <laughs> and I was like, okay, so I started hanging out with my sister during lunch. And it was like the last semester that of ninth grade. Um, but it's I've gotten to a point that it was like, she would like kind of like say things to me that she literally, she got what she wanted. She didn't want me, she didn't want me to be part of this group. And later I realized that she just wanted us to be friends with Olympia. Like she didn't want me to be her friend. So later on, like I got to realize that. But after that, my sister started talking shit to her. They're like, oh, who's that walking? She's like, do you hear her the <laughs> the ground shaking? And all my sister's friends were like, oh, it's an earthquake. And then the bitch would like, <laughs> she would start crying. She would leave. And in my head, I'm like, it's kind of fucked up now. But I'm like, but you made me feel really worse. Like I wouldn't go to school Mondays and Fridays. But I will only go to school oh, Tuesdays, sure. Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Yeah, because it got really bad. Like, she made me feel so not welcome. And then, like, you know, I'm kind of happy that my sister went to that school. Because if not, I would have probably, like, not want to go to school. But it really affected my grades. Like, no, it actually didn't. I'm surprised because I would actually do my work. But I wouldn't go to school Mondays and Fridays. So my mom's all like, you don't want to go to school? Then you got to work. <laughs> so she wouldn't make me <laughs> help her clean houses and do all that shit so I was, I was she's like if this is the life that you want if you don't want to go to school that this is what you're gonna be right you're gonna be like me cleaning cleaning houses so i was like oh shit this is real but uh can we, t- <laughs> can we talk about how like family can be bullies too because i feel yeah. like that happens so much in our culture and yeah. you'd be like oh gordita or morenita or whatever it's yeah. like what do you mean by that? Yeah. But I want to finish my story really quickly. So <laughs> and I went on a tangent. So I started working at YMCA, right? And as you guys, I know Diana knows Karen. I think you guys know my friend Karen. So yeah. Karen, uh, she's like, she was my boss at YMCA. So I leveled up really fast, right? So I became the uh, director's uh, right hand. So I was like, so when she wasn't there, I was in charge. So tell me why one day, guess who walks in? Olympia, Cynthia, yeah, Cynthia, <laughs> Cynthia's bitch ass, yeah. So she pretended like she didn't know me. And Shut up! I was, like, yeah, I was like, "That's my bully." So Karen made me be nice because I was the boss. Wait, right? she was an she employee was too for YMCA. Yeah, but tell me why the bitch looked like. But we that was like I think we were. I was twenty, probably like 22, 21, 22 at that time. So mm-hmm. in my head, I'm like, "Bitch, you're still looking like you still dress like you're in high school." No, but I heard, I heard that she was sucking dome. All the basketball players, I was all like, "Bitch, whatever." Anyway, oh my god! I was like, "That's what you did." You you're, you're, you're starting to sound a little bit like a bully now. Okay? I know. It just, I was just so hurt, huh? I feel like y'all need to go to therapy and process your bullying experiences Probably. because we have somebody being bullied back. We have somebody crying and. <laughs> 
like we're in our 30s and we're still fucking <laughs> crying so about our bullying experience. <laughs> I ain't crying. I ain't crying because I got my I got my piece. I was her boss, so I had to tell her what to do. Oh, but to this day, when she would go over this, did she not like recognize you? Yeah, she still dresses the same. I bump into her at Silmar at a grocery store because my sister still lives in Silmar. So when I go mm-hmm. to Silmar, I go to the grocery stores there. And um, well, everybody here in the San Fernando Valley knows somebody. You know somebody that knows somebody. Mm-hmm. So I've seen her around, but bitch still dresses like she's still in high school. Yeah. No, but when she when she was there at the school, like um, being the sub or whatever, did she recognize oh. you? She pretended like she didn't know me. And I was like, yeah, I went to high school with you. We had the same friends. She's like, I don't remember. I was like, huh, okay, maybe it wasn't you. But in my head, Shut like, up. So the yeah, whole time she was just ignoring you? Yeah. So, but, you know, one thing that Karen did t- teach me was, you know, sometimes you just got to, even though it hurts, you know, you got to think about like, oh, look at where I'm at and look at where you're at. Like there was yeah, no purpose. Look at where they're at. Even, yeah. She's like, there was no purpose of, of this. So it's like, so I had to be the bigger. I was never mean to her though at work, but it was. It, I did get pleasure of telling her like, "Hey, I need you to clean the bathroom. Hey, I need you to go here. I need you to do that." Like, that was part of my my job, right? I had to I had to tell them what to do. So I kind of got the pleasure of doing that, but I wasn't. I was never mean. I never, you know, never. I never fucked with her, but I felt like I had my never malicious. Yeah, I think uh, I'm okay though now. <laughs> I sound like a bitch, but. Mm. Myra's like, um, no, you're asking me some therapy. The fact that you were able to be her boss, that's fucking like... That's like karma right there. Like That is like the world telling you like something. I wish I had that privilege. But also, like, I, I, I promise you, like, I don't even remember any of these people's names because, like, I was never friends with any of them. They were just people that would pick on me. And also because that first girl at that one school when I, when I was living with our foster family, like, it, I, was, I wasn't even there. I was literally only there for the, that one school year. So after that, I never saw her again. So I don't, I don't even remember her name or anything, but... I mean, all I know is that one thing that I have noticed is that a lot of people from Inglewood, like from like from my class, like a lot of people still live there, still live with their parents, like never graduated college, have like ten different baby mamas. So, you know, I'm like, you know, what, whatever, wherever these bullies are, I mean. I'm not gonna say I'm not wishing anybody ill because I'm not the type of person I am, but I just know that. Most likely, um, I'm better off because I'm in Chicago doing my thing. So, and that's on period. But her, <laughs> okay. Yeah, For real, you, you just you just start looking at them. You have mm-hmm. a great marriage, just not on Valentine's Day. <laughs> I just kidding. <laughs> I say you have a great marriage. Just not Valentine's Day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not and it and it's weird and it's weird too. You're like, okay, you think bullying will stop like in school, right? But no, it continues on in the workplace too. There'll be yeah, sometimes some yeah. bullies that be in the workplace as well, or just be giving you looks or something of that of that nature. Can I tell you guys about one, this 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 ex coworker of mine? So I wanted to. I, I guess like what I would maybe describe her actually a little bit of a bully, but also like very just like, come on, girl. So when I used to work at a, a nonprofit, like I actually like we actually had like a group of us like became very close because it was like <laughs> it was like the group of like uh, BIPOC people versus like all the white people that worked at our company. <laughs> so we all kind of like got together and we were all friends or whatever. So we were all cool, honestly. And so, like, I think it was like, like the my maybe like a year and a half in. Um, that was when I was still living at my nicer apartment with my roommate. So, um, we had I had told him I was like, oh, why don't we get together at my place and we would just have like a game night or something. So we planned it and everything, and that was fine. Like a a, a few people came over or whatever, and um, yes, he gave us nothing. And I mean. 
at least for me in my head, everything was fine. So, um, oh, but then like one of my coworkers asked me, he was like, oh, did you invite so-and-so? And I was like, um, no, I, I, I thought she was included in the group text, but if she's not on there, like, you know, send her the invite so she can come through. And so, um, I guess this, my, one of my guy coworkers, he ended up texting her like, oh, like come through. He sent her my address and, er and everything. And I guess she got really upset because in her mind, I intentionally did not invite her to my place to come over. And, and she thinks that I was very intentional about not including her in the group text, which was not true. I literally did not know. I didn't notice that she wasn't in the group text. So whatever. She didn't come over. And that was that. So the, we ended up like meeting on a Friday night. So like, you know, we get, we got back to work on Monday and, um, our work schedules were very, like, different because sometimes we would be, like, on site. So we wouldn't be at the office and then sometimes we would be at the office. So, like, that day it was only me and, like, a few other people and that one a coworker that didn't go to my place. And so I saw her and I was like, hey, but and this and that. When I tell you that she literally ignored me and I was like, I literally was scratching my head like, she not hear me because like, she did have her earphones out. So I was like, maybe she didn't hear me. So I like kind of approached her to para que me vea, and she literally did not look up. And I'm like, okay, bitch. Now I know you're intentionally ignoring me because there's no way you're not seeing that I'm here. So nothing, dude. Like she, I saw, I was like, okay, whatever. So I literally sat down and was just doing my work because there, there was like a common area that we were in. She literally gets up. And she leaves and doesn't say shit to me. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, what is this? I was like, I was just so confused. Like, what is her problem? So then I'm like texting my other coworker, like, hey, like this and that. Da, da, da. And I was like, you think she's upset with me because of the whole thing? Like, honestly, I didn't. And I'm so confused as to why she's so upset. And mind you, this girl, this um, coworker that was acting like a fucking child, she is supposed to be like a therapist. Like she had her master's in like family or, or therapy or whatever. <laughs> and she did some like outside work, según ella, like being a therapist. And I'm just like, you're supposed to be a therapist. But that's a bully right there. Let me, let me, <laughs> let me not get into that. So whatever turns out, like she was actually really upset about the whole thing. And I'm just like, I just like literally. I didn't even, it was not Maybe. intentional. Like, this was a mistake. And she really took that shit to heart. And ever since then, she ended up trying to fucking take somebody from our group and was, like, trying to, like, be friends with her. And, like, she was just so fucking petty. And I'm just, like... Maybe you, trauma from like, her when you she wasn't have... invited. <laughs> you know, but then, it wasn't, like, I parties. Like, I, that was not my intention. Like, I seriously didn't know. And, like, you know, I sometimes it can be very mindless when I'm texting, especially if it's, like, a lot of us. Because it was, like, a good, like, eight, probably, like, probably eight, nine of us. So it was, like, a lot of people. So I literally thought I had included anybody. And I even sent in the group text, like, oh, did I forget anybody? And nobody said shit. So I was like, oh, okay, well, in case I, in case I did, you know, make sure that you tell them. Mm -hmm. whatever so ever since then we like i never talked to her she never talked to me and every time that we would pa i would pass her she would just fucking give me a side eye like bitch like I did you apologize or no not really she didn't even want to talk she didn't want to give me the chance to fucking apologize and i'm just like you know what if you want to be that petty fucking by all means because i'm not gonna sit here and try to fucking beg you like no, I literally explained the situation to everybody else, mm -hmm. and they were all understanding. I don't understand why you're you're making it a bigger deal than it is. But you know what? Like, and it's funny because from the first day that I met her, like she kind of rode me the wrong way because like I didn't even know her like that. And there was a couple of times that she would approach me, and she would like I don't know, like she would like put her hand like on my shoulder at sea, and like when she would talk to me. But like to me, like. I don't, I'm very, I'm very particular about personal space. Like, I don't like people touching me, especially if I don't know you. And so I'm just like, why are you, like, why are you doing this? Like, don't touch me. Like, I don't, <laughs> so <laughs> but then, you know, when I got to know her, I'm like, oh, okay, you know, she's cool, I guess. But then after that whole thing, I was like, nah, man, fuck that bitch. Like, you know what, got time.
ain't nobody got time and it just makes me mad because i feel like there's just so many adults that are like um they they're just so still bullies childish. yeah and they're still bullies and that's because they haven't dealt with their own shit and it's like bro like girl go to therapy my, my favorite ones are the ones that are like the little older ones who are like 30 years older than you and that are being your bullies too and then you're like, really? You're like twice my age. You're being a bully, especially working retail. I mean, you work with different age groups. No. And... Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Yeah. No, yeah like, and they're just being bullied. And they're like, yeah. oh, well, I've been here longer. This and that. I'm like, okay, well, that's good. That's good for you. You've been here longer. But like, you don't have to be a bully or like, I'm just asking you a question, especially if you're getting commission. It just gets so competitive and so bully. I'm like, you know what? You really need it more. Okay, just take it. Like, I really don't even care. They're just being so bullies about it. Yeah. And I'm like, really? Like, you're twice my age, and you're over here fighting with a 20-year-old, and you're, like, freaking 50 or 60. Like, be, be for real. Be fucking for real. <laughs> that was me and McDonald's when I worked there. I worked at McDonald's really? for two months. Yeah, I worked there for two months, and... And um, the little girl, the lady senora, or the lady, she used to call me Nina. And that shit would piss me off. I was 19 at the time. She'll call me Nina. And then I was just mm-hmm. like, I used to get fucking pissed. And then I was like, I wouldn't say anything. So one day I'm like, okay, senora. I'm like, who <laughs> or Nina? Well, de las dos. Piss me off. And I quit the next day. The bitch was like, I don't, I'm like, in my head, I'm like, I don't need this job. I was working Paris and McDonald's. Like, like, it, was, it was a summer. I worked for the summer. Yeah, and that's how I got my little. You're like I'm out. Yeah, but no, I agree. And then when I worked at that um, elderly, at that home that where you recommended me, Diana, the mm-hmm. elders, like I used to clean. Um, the, I used to work a uh, uh, night shift and graveyard shift, and like I had, I would, I would change the elderly diaper. And honestly, being there just made me realize that. Some workers really don't care about these these mm-hmm. these elderly patients. Like you know, sometimes like I would get there and the diapers would be so soaking wet, and it was like, God, I don't know. But this mm-hmm. lady was telling me, "I'm like, you're not gonna last a week." So, bitch, I lasted a month. <laughs> I'm just- <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking there. <laughs> Oh, that's but it was she told you. <laughs> it was yeah. She told me I was not a week. Yeah, damn, it was, it was a lot though. Okay, but then you know there's obviously other bullies too, especially in our families as well. Like Maya was trying to mention too, we cut her off. <laughs> I know. Yeah, and I feel like that affects us too. It's like, well, why? I know I'm fat, but that doesn't have to be a nickname, does it? <laughs> I hate I know. that. My mom doing that. Or like, I and hate I it think when they tell you, your face is getting rounder. Hey, you're like this, you're that, and I'm like, they're like, thanks. I know. Right. Like, what do you want me to do about it? Yeah, it, it makes me mad because, like, I feel like a lot of them they're always saying like, oh, well, we do it for your own good. Like, don't. That's you calling me names is not. That's supposed to be for my own good. Like, that's supposed to make me better. Like, no. It's like they act like they. Like, you don't know that you've gained weight. Right. Trust me. I fucking know. I can see it. I can feel it. I can feel mm. it. <laughs> right. I don't know. this day, I feel like my mom. You mm. know, for me. Like, I love my mom. But she's always been my biggest bully with my weight. She's like, oh, da, da, da. And I'm just like, I've literally have gotten to a point where I'm, she knows. I'm like, if you call me and your first question to me is anything in regards to my weight or going to the gym, I'm going to hang up. So you choose your battles. If you actually want to continue this conversation, you don't mention my weight or don't call me. And so I feel like now she's very like, she's very like mindful about that shit and she doesn't bring it up. Well, she does her best. I feel like sometimes she's still, it's like fucking word vomit, but I'm like, no, because I fucking tell her, and she's like, and then as she gets next, she's like, you just don't know, no te gustan los consejos, and I'm like, that's not a consejo, like, you're hurting my feelings. What's a consejo? And she thinks that I'm, oh, like, to lose weight, that I need to know. Consejo? Consejo. Oh, advice. 
Oh, advice. Oh. Translate, yeah. please. And so <laughs> she, like, she just has to comment on something. Like, she has to say, oh, you need to do this and that, this and that. And it's like, no. Like, and I even asked her, I was like, would you like it if I, if I called you one day and be like, hey, mom, you look fat? And she, you know what she says to me? She's like, I wouldn't care. And I'm like, yeah, okay, we'll see about that. Like, we'll see. One day I'm going to call you fat, and I know you're not going to like that shit. So no, you're going to be like, hey, mom, there's another wrinkle in your face. <laughs> right. <laughs> or whatever. You're old. You're a, little, a little old. Them gray hairs, girl. <laughs> Them gray hairs. Yeah. Ixia, you know, are you a- sure you're not the bully? Like, <laughs> no. But and like, family, it just makes me so mad because like, sometimes I feel like I need to be a little bit more stern and maybe a little bit bitchy. I don't give a fuck. But it, like, if that's how I need to be to set my boundaries, then so fucking be it. But I'm not gonna sit here and allow you. I don't care if you're my mom, but you're, I'm not gonna la- allow you to fucking say anything about my weight. I'm just done. Like, no, I'm fucking done. It's toxic. Because of you, I feel like because of her, I gained so much weight because like I just fucking like I would like I feel like I did it on purpose sometimes. Like I wouldn't want to work out to prove for a point. Like I don't want to work out because you're telling me to. Like I'm gonna fucking do it on my own time type of shit. But I wonder what makes them think like that's okay. Cause I remember when I was younger, I would get like there were certain people in my family who would tell me like about my weight when I was little. I was like five or six. Or even just, like, the way that I dress. Because I hated to wear dresses. And, like, oh, you're going to look like a boy if you don't wear dresses. And right. Like, I feel bad, but I totally do that. And, um, <laughs> but I, I wonder where that comes from. Because I'm just, like, and so what if I look like a boy? So right. what if I'm fucking gaining weight? Like, who cares? And also, it's, like, you're five years old. Like, I yeah, mean, that's when I was really young. But also, if I'm five years old and I'm gaining weight, uh, that's your fault because I'm eating what you're feeding me. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> if you, if you want to get mad at me for gaining weight, how about you cook me some healthier shit and then fucking talk about weight? <laughs> like y'all want to get mad, but like, I mean, me and our family. Like I don't get me wrong, I love our food, I love my food size, I love my tacos, I love all that shit. But also, like, let's be like, let's be realistic, like. Our families like to judge us about our weight, but don't keep in mind that what they feed us a lot of the times, like, is very unhealthy, too. Like, if you want me to eat some more vegetables, then fucking cook me your vegetables. Like, no. Oh, my gosh. Talking about that. In in Mm Mexico. Oh, then they'll be like, if you and if you want to go ahead and do something, like, let's say you want to go to the gym or you want to eat healthy, like, okay, esta es a dieta. And it's like, well. Dude, you were fucking over here commenting that my face looked rounder. Well, yeah. I'm like, oh, oh. Talking about going back to the food and the vegetables thing, when my first observation in Mexico, when I noticed it, I told my mom, like, mom, do people in Mexico not eat vegetables or fruit? Like, what's going on? Because every meal, there'd be, like, no salad, no fruits, I mean, or no vegetables on the side. Then, And I'm like... She'd be like, yeah, there is. Is in like the salsa and like the caldo and all those stuff too. I'm like, no, but like an actual salad. So you know how hard it was to find like a salad place in Mexico, like a salad bar, like a healthy, like healthy with like juices and like those green juices and all the stuff. Like I, like for those couple days, it was just like tortilla, meat, and beans, you know. And I'm like, and I was like, literally to my mom, I'm like, mom, I want a fucking salad. Like this is just too much. And then. They, uh, over there, they don't sell two liter uh, cokes too. They sell the freaking three liters, and they be drinking them like three liters every freaking day. And every day they'll get a, another three liter coke and bottle, and those things are huge. Those three liters. Oh my like god! Do, I feel like we should do a part two because I want to talk about bullying in a way where it's like you've accomplished. I, I look weird, huh? But like you've accomplished <laughs> Uh, like for example, oh, but you're the social worker. Oh, but you're the counselor. You should know. You should know this. You should. Know oh this. my yeah. god. That's me. Like, can I make a comment right now, Ixia? Because you, the, with you with one eyelash, you remind me of that guy who um, has the wig. He has the eyelashes upside down. <laughs> Adam. Oh, Adam. My head. There's a bully podcast. Uh, <laughs> episode. 
Yeah, why are you hurting my feelings? Oh, <laughs> you just remind. I don't think you look like that person. You just reminded Which one? me of that. Where? Adam. No, no, Adam. no, not no. The other one, the one that has the long hair, and it's a guy that dresses like a girl, and he's like really. Oh, the You're- one that I was always bringing up, but Jessica, I forget his name. The oh, okay. He recently did a TikTok saying like, "Oh, me and Jessica broke up." Yeah, I think his name is he Johnny was- or something. Or Johnny? Yeah. yeah. Side note: He was in Bakersfield at some like lounge a couple weeks ago. Oh, what? Filming some stuff too. I don't know who that is. I was like, send it "What?" I oh, will send it. Mari's gonna look him up right now too. <laughs> I know. Send it. To okay, me so before we run out of time, um, we're I know we're we're we need to do a, another hot seat today. So who who wants to do sit on a hot seat for the next? couple of minutes before we run out of time. I know we have Diana and Myra, so either one of you guys. <laughs> We're gonna get one of you guys regardless. Diana, <laughs> do you want to see Diana? Alright. I'm looking for Johnny. <laughs> Alright. So have you okay, ever so been bullied in the workplace? I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh. Hot right, seat questions you, coming what, up. What would you like us to share with us in this podcast? What? What would you like to share? What do you mean? You're you're in the I hot guess, seat. Like, do you have anything in mind that you want to talk about? Yeah. Oh. Um. No, like about myself. I feel. Like- <laughs> I feel like the hot seats would be questions. No. Questions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a question. Um, I mean, I guess we don't have to, we don't have to continue the conversation about bullying, but uh, since we were on that topic, like, how do you feel like that has affected you? Like, I guess, like getting older and like the way that you approach people, like when you're meeting new people and things like that, or like maybe your say... ability to be more social. No, because I would say that I feel like I, sometimes I feel like I am the bully too growing up because I'm like so judgmental sometimes or like I look people and I'm like oh my god what, what are they wearing oh my god look at their shoes or like just little things about them like I need to stop doing that my, even my sister tells me hey like stop because you're, you're so observant of that mm-hmm. person what their features are or whatever they're wearing or how they look yeah. and I'm like you you're right I really need to stop doing that hmm? do you think it was because of what you experienced yeah, that's why I think that's why I'm like more observant too. I'm like, okay, if they have something mean to say, I could just say something back to them. Cause maybe that's why I'm like being so more observant with that too. Mm-hmm. Like if they're going to be a bully to me, I'm going to be a bully to them as well. Cause I'm, I'm very like observant with that too. And I just like look at, I guess their flaws in someone. And I, yeah, that's something I really need to work on as well. Cause my sister even calls me out on it because I tell her I'm like, well I'm like, what is my is my mechanism just in case you know something pops up or something like that? Like I gotta come back ready for them or something. <laughs> it's just that you know, gotta be prepared, <laughs> gotta be you know, gotta, you gotta watch my surrounding for real. And then reminding me too, like what Myra mentioned about like that one girl um, who was adopted. And right into, and I'm thinking back at my bullies. Like, okay, looking back at their economic status too, maybe that's why they were being bullied because of mm-hmm. what they didn't have. They saw what I had, or something like that, as well. But yeah, that kind of affected me. Clearly, being bullied has affected me because that Shamu comment still affects me to this day. <laughs> that's that's like a really mean comment, though. Like, uh, it just makes and they me called angry. it. Yeah, they called it after after we had like a trip to the aquarium of the Pacific, and there were just a bunch of whales. That, I mean, there was no whales in the aquarium, but there was just more just little stuffed animals and everything like that. But pretty much it, though. I'm very happy here. I'm very I'm very happy where I am now. I would say, like I I I don't have any bullies in the workplace. Which is good. I do feel like we're all like vibe so. I feel like we all vibe so well in my job right now. That mm-hmm. just so good, mm-hmm. and we could just joke around and not take it a, a heart or anything. Then we talk things out too. If there's any issues that arise, that's always something mm-hmm. good too. I feel like uh, where I am now with my coworkers, it's just a great, um, great feeling that we all get to connect together. I mean, I'm doing yoga, and I and I actually started jo- join uh, doing yoga here. It's very, very relaxing. How's that been? 
good. I, there was, I did hot yoga twice and it's very good. And it's really hot in there. They turned it up to like a hundred degrees or something like that. They're yeah, not like hot yoga would be freaking hot. Yeah. And I'm over there like with the towel, like wiping myself, <laughs> wiping myself up. I feel like it's good too that, you know, you just have to focus on yourself like that. Mm-hmm. How has it been for you? Like, um, like adjusting. Well, I mean, it hasn't really been a big adjustment now, but like, like, do you feel like you're like fully adjusted now that you like, you know, live with your husband and like are you know in Bakersfield and you know, because I feel like um, there wasn't too much of a transition period for you. So, like, how has it been? Like, yeah. like you know, I, like doing I, that. I, I cried when I left my parents. And don't house. even life in Bakersfield. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember, like, I was just tearing up and getting emotional when I was leaving my parents' house. My mom was giving me stuff for, for like, our home or whatever. And I was packing my, mm-hmm. like, room. And, like, I just remember crying. Because, I mean, I was being – I was there until I was 26. And next, you know, like, one day I'm just yeah. going to pack up my stuff and go like that. And I remember mm-hmm. just being so depressed here because it was just my husband and I here in Bakersfield. We had no one. We literally, we literally had no one here. It was just us two. And people would look at us like, oh, so just you two that move? Where's your family? Like, oh, they're back, you know, in L.A. And they just give us that weird look. Huh. So it's just really just you two? I'm like, yeah, just us two. Like, we're just here. But I remember I got really depressed to the point where I would go, um, like, every week. Try to go every week to go basically every day. When I remember when I mentioned, um, I would go pick up my mom from work. Just, you know, to do that and then come back here because, yeah, I was just in that very depressive state for a while. But I feel like I'm adjusting. Yeah, I used to go there a lot more, but now I'm just adjusting. Hmm? I said on the weekends you used to come out here a lot. Yeah, yeah, like every Mm -hmm. freaking, like, weekend. And that, but like, and it's a lot, like, especially going over the grapevines, a lot for the car too, every single week. But I mm-hmm. just remember I was just very like depressed because I was just I didn't know what to do. I was like, okay, so now what? Like, what am I gonna do here? And you know, just us two. But it's very it's, it's adjusting. I found like a group of friends here that are very welcoming. Um, had another friend move from LA to Bakersfield as well, and then from there, yeah. her friend moved, and we just formed like this group. That's very good and welcoming. I enjoyed it. Again, like I mentioned, I'm going to my country era. It's been like what? Five, four years. Is it no, it's been five years since I've been here. Yeah, since like twenty the end of twenty eighteen. It's been that long already? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No one talks about that adjustment from being single, like being in a relationship to being married. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then moving away. I think that's, I think that's what it is, like, moving yeah. away. Like, my, my dad would, like, make us stuff. I feel like, in my opinion, moving away is probably, like, the best thing that you can do for a relationship. Like, mm-hmm. being away from family to an extent, you know? Like, especially with, like, Latino families, because they tend to I be so beaches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, they tend to be in your baby. Yeah. Yeah. We're asking, like, oh, why are you doing this? Or why are you doing that? And it's like... Because uh, I fucking want to. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there'll be times too where I'll go to LA without Grant, without my husband, and my mom will be mm-hmm. like, you should be with him. I'm like, but I, I live with him. Like, I'm going to go see him. <laughs> like, the next I'm day. with him all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and then it'll just yeah, be like, look, so I comment, like, okay, like, what's wrong? I'm like, nothing. I just came to the weekend by myself. But now she's gotten used to it. Now she's like, okay, mm-hmm. where's Grant? I'm like, oh, home. Okay, that's fine. You know? I deal with more so in the beginning, like, you should be attentive to your husband. I was like, mm-hmm. you mean he should be attentive to me too? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. It's just, those little, it's just those side comments too, like, oh, what you feed him? I don't like, what do you mean? <laughs> Which is what I feed him. Right. I think, I <laughs> think I more think so than like, like... No, hmm? I was say, like for you, I think because you, become, you come from like, your parents are very much like, that traditional Mexican family that like they're they've always been very like like you know the woman you know stays at home and like tends to his man or whatever so like you know 
coming from a family like that and then like doing your own mm-hmm. like married life like how much of that have you picked up from or how or what have you not like taken if that makes sense like i mean i still cater to him and to to some extent mm-hmm. too like if we're ever at parties mm-hmm. i'm the one getting those two plates one for me one for him <laughs> that's how i am yeah. um <laughs> and it's more mm-hmm. so of that doing you never do that Maya? No, Diana's a good <laughs> wife. Notice when even when you're like at our house with Matt, like I've noticed that you le sirves. And I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm not judging, but like you know, you know, I, when you went to your house, Myra, Albert was like, "Don't do that. I could get it myself." <laughs> yeah, but Diana, you're like that in general, not just with Grant. I think yeah. you're like that yeah. with just even. I feel, I feel like even like the times that like when we do stuff or whatever, I feel like you you do that just even with your friends. Like, I don't think you you do that just with like yeah. Grant. I think you all with that. No, I, I give it like yeah, I do that. I do that with everyone too. Yeah. It's not so with just. Mm-hmm. I think just something that that's my. And he does it mm-hmm. for you too. Like I've noticed, that he yeah. does it for you too. I think that's our love language. But you're very mm-hmm. Serving, but giving your love language, yeah, right. I think that's our. That I, I know you like yeah. acts of service or something, or yeah, yeah. that's like yeah. We should do that. The acts of love languages mm-hmm. and giving. What is my are you love, that's yes. love language? Acts of service yeah. and gift giving. I love giving gifts. Yeah, gift giving. You do that a lot. Yeah, you do. Yeah. I'm like budget with well, gifts. What you, budget? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> gift giving on a budget. I, like, I, which is why in this field, I'm like, I want to save them all. What <laughs> advice would you give to to someone that like went through your same situation, like that you know comes from a very traditional family that you know is literally moving out of their home for the first time? like to to live with their now husband like what what advice do you give to them or like pointers or insight or whatever my advice is to talk it out with your partner and don't let the outside like community like the outside of the family get involved well you know mm-hmm. that's that's something that i had to learn too um mm-hmm. where my mom would try to get more information like oh what's going on what are you guys doing where are you going and it's not that I'm keeping secrets, like I'm not trying to keep secrets, it's just more so like that's our intimate moment, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just that like don't give too much to the outside because then they're gonna have their opinions. Yeah. It's not so much hiding, you're not trying to hide it. You're not trying to hide anything, it's just like because you know, too many hands in there will be giving more mm-hmm. opinions. And that's something too that we learned at our counselor are uh, when we were getting we were getting our married um when we were doing the marriage counseling that's something they told us too like whatever you say or whatever he does one mistake or whatever you do one mistake is gonna affect what the family thinks of you mm-hmm. so choose wisely of what you're gonna say about that person even though you're gonna be angry for that one moment yeah. that party that you mention it to is going to remember that yeah that information yeah. that you said yeah. So completely that. like that's something that yeah so it's gonna be like okay if i mention this to this person about what he's done or what i've done whatever I'm, i could forgive him i could move on but they won't right and that's right. something you have to remember like choose wisely what you're gonna say about your partner not saying it in a negative way like oh like he's an a-hole he does this, this you know like nothing negative about it because you're heated in the moment but again mm-hmm. i could forgive him but if I tell yeah. if I say that to my mom, my mom probably would forgive her. I'd be like, "The fuck, leave his ass or something," you know, mm-hmm. talking shit. Yeah. Yeah. But then I that. think that that also that's also I mean, that's also like a breeding field for abusive relationships, mm-hmm. right? Because oh yeah, I mean, thing it's like I feel like your family is not fi- not your family, but family and friends are quick to pick up on those red flags. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, and trust me, you could tell there's a red flag when you see both of the people together, too. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. You yeah. don't hide those red flags. Like, they don't hide those red flags. You can see it right yeah. there. Like, I could be I could be telling, I could see someone walking down the street, but like, oh my god, he's a fucking red flag. Look what he's doing. Mm-hmm. The same thing, too. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, even though, like, those, there's not those, like, oh, my God, like, he did this, like, didn't pick me up, you know, just those little things. Yeah. And I think, yeah. Oh, trust me, dude. If we're going to throw hands, got we're going to throw hands. rose for Valentine's Day. <laughs> like that one. <laughs> Like that one, see? We remember to the. No, but, but in this one, Myra's like, so now what you got? Yeah, my grandma told me the same thing. She did? Yeah. She's like, oh, que bonito. You're like, you want it? You're like, you want it? Yeah, and I told him to go, and he's like, yeah, anyways. Myra's the bully in the relationship. Say any last comments before we wrap up? No, I'm just very, I'm very excited that we get to do this. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I thought of, like, oh, you know, let's see what we could, we could do. And then now we're being, we're, now that we're consistent, it's very, very fun and exciting. And I can't wait <laughs> for more. Yeah, that's great. Ixia, you did your whole makeup in the, in one episode. Wow, mira, mira. Going down, I've never been to downtown Disney, so that's where we're going. Oh, that's ready cute. for your date? That's cute. I'm going to text Grant. Not really. going to have to get dressed. <laughs> you need to stop. Because then Grant's going to hate me. That's my last word. Stop it, Diana. I don't want us to uh, run out of or be too much longer. Um but any last comments from anybody in regards to any any words of um I don't know encouragement or something for for the bullies like what what do we want to say to the bullies of the world? <laughs> one thing I tell my one thing I tell my students is haters gonna hate, but it, it takes you to become strong and be the stronger person and just let it be because haters are always gonna hate. Yeah. Like Maya said, you know, you never know where they came from or where they're coming from, which is why they're being mm-hmm. in a bully state. Because they're picking on your life. Maybe they want your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Haters are going to hate. Yeah. Simple. Simple that. <laughs> yeah. I think um, to add to, um, literally, it just had it in my head, like the thought that I wanted to say. But I just wanted to add to what you said, Diana. Um I think that for bullies, I just I just wish that they could like think uh, twice before they say something because they could that they they don't understand the impact of their words. Um, and you know, we've just seen so much shit about like you know people killing themselves because of bullies or whatever. And so I just mm-hmm. I wish like if any <laughs> if any bullies <laughs> listen to our episode, um, stop it. Stop it! Don't do it anymore because it's, it's, it can really, it can really, and it will affect them in the long run. Yeah, it, it will affect people in the long run, and it doesn't take. It literally, it takes more effort to to be a bully than to be nice. So mm-hmm. that's just my closing thoughts. So. Yeah. I feel like everyone is always going through something. So yeah, just, like when people are being mean to other people, mm-hmm. it's like they. Can- Going through something really bad, mm-hmm. even for me to you, like they could be going like a lot of the times it's them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's their issue, not something with you. But when you're little, you don't know. Even as an adult, sometimes you don't realize that you just right. take it personal. Right. I agree. All right, everybody. Well, we're pretty much out of time for today, but thank you for tuning in. I hope you all enjoyed watching Ixia getting ready for her date today <laughs> and enjoyed her conversation. <laughs> um, but don't no, forget to follow us on social media and also don't forget to ch- watch our YouTube channel. Um, it, we've, uh, we put in a lot of work and for you know doing our videos up there or putting our videos up there so you can officially watch them and share our posts. And we look forward to talking to you guys next time.